In the lead-up to Christmas, it's all about the M. Rossiano Radio Show with Harley Broin. You'll be able to get up with your normal breakfast show when it returns January 2017. Let's get ready to catch up, all thanks to Prezi Digital Gift Cards. Now, Prezi lets you buy gift cards from major retailers. You can send them instantly or send them whenever you choose. Just buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au and you could win a $250 gift card. LTPM 1601117. It's the radio show that inspires its listeners to say this. It wasn't good for me either, you know, but whatever. <laughs> Hosted by the woman who isn't afraid to admit to this. You don't know how to say my last name. I say it differently every time. Rusciano, Rusciano. How do you say my last name? Rucurano. Hey, good friend. Rusciano. <laughs> Hey, mate, how do you say my last name? M. Rossiano. Nope. M. Rossiano. Sorry? M. Rossiano. That's better. And the guy who's all bloke all the time. It's the M. Rossiano radio show with Harley Brown. Yeah. It's Maria Road Please welcome another summer brekkie edition of the M. Rossiano radio show with Harley Good morning, Australia. My name is Em Rossiano. Harley Breen is sitting next to me. Yes, I am. You are in for some sort of show today. Some kind of thing. It is going to be words and music. Yes. Yeah. We're going to say stuff out of our mouth. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some very exciting news. First off the bat, though, I'm hearing from your house, mm. the chickens have laid. There's a bean and egg, everybody. Oh. Chicken gate update. <laughs> one egg, only the one. They live to face another day. <laughs> for those of you, Uninitiated, Halley uh, built an illegal chicken shed in the back of his rental, <laughs> got some chooks, got eggs for a week. They stopped laying, were yep. threatened with the axe. Yep. They've come back with They've the goods. They've come goods. back with some bum nuts. One of them is called Horace. She's yep. a lady. Yep. I suspect that's why she's withheld her eggs. Yes, yeah, maybe. Look, we've got Dr. Trav joining us also for some free therapy. It's R&B Friday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I get to pick the first song, and I don't know Shit. what I've picked. <laughs> Tupac, California Love. Of course you did. I did. Yeah. I yeah. definitely did. I've written all over I don't remember picking that. No. <laughs> this is really heckers. Yeah, I can't. What we're about to talk about yeah. is pretty full on. Yeah. And uh, look, I'd love to know what you would have done in this situation, or if you have been, or just let's just take calls on this. After a woman found out her fiancé is her half-brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, seriously. It's a this, big opener. Yeah, it's, it's hectic. Um, in a thread on Reddit, Reddit really is the bottom of the internet. It is the bottom. It's, it's, it's when it's you get where, to the end, you find Reddit. That's it. Yeah. And the threads on there are sometimes they produce hilarity and sometimes they produce accidental incest. In a thread titled, I found out yesterday that my fiance and I are related. He's known for a year. Reddit user obsessed. Good. <laughs> Obsessed. Sets the scene for how this could have possibly happened. Now, they met. They had an instant connection. It was a big deal for them both. They're both nerds. They um, they, they both have problems socialising with people. It was only her second serious relationship. They both share the same bloodline. <laughs> same dad. After a year of dating, we got engaged. Now, she said, our families are quite different. Her uh, Mine is really small. Not, f- not as different as some people's families are different. Anyway, <laughs> keep, sorry. <laughs> Pretty similar. Mine is really small. My dad's never been involved, raised by a single mother. His family's not. They're pretty much perfect. When I was in doing the wedding invitations, my future mother-in-law mentioned that my fiancé's father is actually his stepdad. Right. And I asked to see a picture of his real dad and I nearly passed out when my mother-in-law showed me a picture of my 
own father. You. Oh. <laughs> that is just, that's a massive moment. That's, it, uh, yep. And she <laughs> she left the room and threw up. Yes, as you would. Yeah. And then she's like, she probably thinks I'm pregnant, which is a whole other can of worms. Yeah. And she said, I got home and I confronted my fiancé about it. I was crying. I was screaming. He just sat there. Eventually, he admitted he'd known for a whole year. This is the biggest part of the story. He'd known for a whole year and said nothing. It's your sister. He was afraid to lose her. And since we'd always planned to be child-free, so there wouldn't be any genetic problems, he just didn't see why I needed to know the information. she needed to know. She did. So she said, I'm betrayed, I'm disgusted, I'm hurt, I'm ashamed, I'm heartbroken, and all that stuff. And they're really struggling with it. Um, And obviously him lying was a really big concern too, but I get why he did. And they told their parents, and they've been disowned by both sides. It's bad. Everything's bad. And before they cancel the wedding, they are going to have a proper DNA test to make sure... That that's the case. Correct. Yeah. And I don't know. Look, thirteen ten sixty. What would you do in this situation? And look, maybe you've accidentally picked up someone you're related to. I mean, it happens. It does. I thought my partner was related to me at the start. And would that have stopped you? Nah, I was so <laughs> in love. I didn't care. Didn't my sister care. was like because I thought her last name, which I won't say on air, yeah. um, was uh, something that it wasn't. Yeah. Um, that's a bit confusing. And so I told my sister, and my sister went, "You know, we're related to people with that last name." Oh. And I went, "Oh yeah." Did you right. didn't care? No, I didn't, to be honest with you. I was like, oh, I love her. It's fine. And then it turns out it wasn't her last name. But I think it happens. I think people accidentally pick up people they're related to, especially in this situation. Because... Well, you've got a lot in common, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice my restraint every time. Yeah. You're doing, you're doing I'm good doing job. so Gold well. Stuff. I'm doing really Thank good. you. But I just, in this situation, I refuse to judge these two. I don't. I'm, uh, I'm trying hard to not. You can't judge you can't them. Judge. They didn't fault. grow up together. Oh, I can judge him. Oh, I can judge oh, him for very lying hard. about yeah, it. Yeah, a whole year. Yeah. But the, he's in love and they're in love and he didn't want to lose her. And it's not like they, they knew each other. This is them. They, they, you can't see into another person's genetics and no. go, no, I'm not allowed to love you. Yeah. Your heart wants what the heart wants, Harley Broom. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, like, it, unfortunately, sometimes the heart wants your siblings. <laughs> <laughs> nearly. I nearly got through that. Thirty ten sixty. I would love to know what you think about this whole show and if you've been in it. Yeah. And I know it's happened. Yes. A friend of mine's brother married his first cousin. They have yep. the sa- they had the same last name, so it was convenient for her. I've, I've got cousins who married. Um, yeah, but you're from... Co- country Queensland. <laughs> mate. So you turned up to the wedding and, and you didn't know which side to sit on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are you bride and groom? You're like, well, both. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I refuse. We're chatting about a situation that both of us were like, yeah, let's talk about that. And then we read the article before we went on air and went, yep. whoa. That yeah, it's is- pretty heavy. Way more heckers than we yep. assumed. Uh, on the on Reddit, um, a lady got on there and she revealed. It's often where people go to make confessions to find out what society thinks. Yes. I don't know if Reddit's a good... I don't think it's the place to go. I don't know if that's our barometer, yep. our moral compass. But basically, she's doing roots with her brother. Oh, wow. <laughs> Couldn't you be more eloquent? That's about, that's about as eloquent as I can get. All right. So she, Morning. She found, <laughs> she's doing notes with her brother. I found out yesterday that my fiancé and I are related. He's known for a year. So basically, same father. But obviously, they grew up apart. They didn't know. They were getting yep. ready for their wedding. She found out that. Um, her fiance's father was actually his stepfather, asked to see a picture of the real father and then was confronted with a picture of 
Of her dad. Dead. Yeah. She went home and said, hey, dude, we're related. And he goes, yeah, I've known for a year. Known for a year is the worst part of the story mm. for me. Is it? Oh, well, is no, it? Okay, no. Is that the worst part no. of this story? Sleep, sleeping with your sibling is probably. But the thing is, and the, okay, let's have the, let's have the proper meaty discussion about this before we judge, right? Are we judging them because we're all conditioned to say ill, gross, two people who are related are together, right? Because I feel like they didn't, don't. I'm trying. I'm just listening. To be, to, I'm open everyone's minds yes, to this instead yeah. of just judging straight away, which is what we do too much of. Like, so they didn't know each other. They didn't grow up next week. They're complete no, strangers. Strangers. I can't see They're your DNA love. right no, now. Don't know if so we're related. I don't know if we should be judging them and going, ew, gross, brothers and sisters. You know, it's like they were playing in a sandpit together and then got married. And yeah. they, they both have different mothers as well. Different mothers. Yes. So that didn't so nice different. Exactly. And they're not going to have kids. It's watered down. Stay together. <laughs> <laughs> totally right. Jeez, you flipped your cart quick, didn't you? Well, Dead I, bloody turncoat. It is. Like, I do really feel for her. Oh, I, I do too. Good. Because she says that mostly Reddit were all supportive. And then she writes, this This was the last line in the article that got me. Unfortunately, I don't think the same attitude would be mirrored in the no. offline world. No. And even if it was, I'm not sure I can go through life as the girl who married her brother. Oh, man. Mm. But we asked on 131060, what do you reckon? And, and like, has this happened to you or someone you know? Hello, Christian. How you doing, guys? Has this Good happened? Uh, it's happened to my mate, unfortunately, and it was really serious a year and a half. Wow. wow. So how related? Uh, second cousins. That's right. okay. Well. Oh. <laughs> second, second cousins, not so much. I don't know. Like, so, so he didn't know for a year and a half? No, he didn't know for a year and a half. He met her while we were out clubbing one day, and um, we had a big party because his mum lives overseas. He lives here with his dad. And uh, the mum had never met the girlfriend, and then we went over, had the big party, and the mum walked up to the girl and said, uh, you know, it's been so long since I've seen you, you've grown into such a lovely young woman, how have you been? And we all looked at the mum and were like, what do you want about mum? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, how do you know her? And he's like, oh, this is, this is your uncle's, you know, this is your uncle's daughter's, you know, daughter. And we're like, wait. And then she goes, yeah, this is your cousin. This your girlfriend. <laughs> No. Wow. Was it? And then it was no. instant breakup. Was it? Oh, that's the thing. They pondered it for sort of like a month, whether they should or not. Christian, they should have pondered it. I dispute whether they should have broken up. Yeah, second cousins. Okay, that that that's was the situation okay. I said. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. we're dispute. I just feel like it's a it's it's a isn't it illegal to to marry your sibling? Yes, it is illegal to marry. Not illegal to marry your cousin though. First cousin, it is. Nah, or is it? It's not illegal to marry first cousin here. There are any family lawyers out there? Cut sick. Yeah, cut sick. <laughs> Look, I've got a lot of cousins. Don't want to marry any of them. Nah, well. Hello, Joe. Hey, man. This happened to you? Yeah, it's at the moment, yeah, one of our siblings, yeah, and a cousin. So our first cousins. Really? Yeah. And how's the family taking it? Oh, one side's uh, no good. Our side's supportive uh, of the sibling because at the end of the day, it's, you know. They're yeah. in love. We don't agree with what they're doing, but you can't. Turn your back on them, so and to speak. So. Joe, did they grow up together? Do they know each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, this has been going for uh, six years now. Oh, Joe, so it's we we just all just recently found out in the last two months. So a first cousin, so first cousins. Yeah. Wow. And it's pulling the family apart. Yeah, one side just yeah, doesn't right. want anything to do with their our sibling, and oh, wow. Joe, that is intense. That's hectic. Yes, it is. Are they going to and stay young? together? Are they young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they call people like myself being one of the older ones and 
give them some advice and at the end of the day, if they're happy, man, they're adults. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's your choice. Oh, Joe. You know, you got to face the consequences that come of it as well. You know, it's, it's not just, mm. it's just not all good. Thanks for sharing, Joe. Thanks, that's Joe. really intense. But you know what? Joe sounds like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Yes. I'm glad those two kids have Joe. He's got good family support. You can tell, you can yeah. hear. Uh, we have Mehmet. Hi, Mehmet. Hey, guys. Love the show. Thanks, Thanks darling. What's going on? Uh, I've married my first cousin. It's you, almost been 10 years. You, you married, married your, your first, first cousin. cousin? Yes. Wow. Yes. Did and you... did you grow up together? No. Oh. No. I went overseas for a holiday for three months. And after a week, I thought, oh, my God, she's very nice. I'm getting some feelings for her. And they're like, oh, that's your uncle's daughter. I'm like, oh, my God. And <laughs> 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 Mehmet, did you have the same last name? Yes. Wow. Yes, yes. But well, we had to, we, like, I went the proper, like, to, like, check my DNA to make sure the DNA is not exactly the same because you never know with the children. But I got yeah. two healthy, beautiful children as well. So you oh. had children? Yes. Good on you. And how did your family cope with the news? Uh, well, my dad was very happy. My uncle, he was, wasn't so much because she, was, she had to come to Australia. Yeah. And she, this is a second, second daughter, so. Um, and do you tell yeah. people, Mehmet, do you, do you, are you honest about the fact that you guys are cousins? Yeah, well, look, we, we're happy. Um, that's the main thing and that's it, yeah. Good on you, man. Good yeah, on you. I couldn't, I couldn't expect uh, anything more from her. She's wonderful. Aww. Oh, Good on you, Mehmet. See, this is the thing, right? They're happy and yep. you, you can't judge it. And but I'm that like, was all cousins. Those stories were all cousins. This is brother and sister. That genetic line is much closer. <laughs> the dad is the same. Stop it. I can't cope. I feel for her, mainly. I, I think the guy... It's too early for me. To it is a bit early. It's really fun. I can't was... do this anymore. <laughs> and break. If you want your Christmas gift to be a massive hit this year... Give a Prezi digital gift card. So Prezi lets you buy e-gift cards from major retailers sent instantly or scheduled to send later, like on Christmas Day. Better yet, when you buy any gift card today at digitalgiftcards.com.au, you could win one of 10 $250 gift cards. That's like an awesome early Christmas gift. LTPM 1601177. Joining us now, I'm very excited. So am I. I because I know he's the nicest human on the face of the planet. Everyone I know who knows him says that. And this is so much closer to my genre of music <laughs> than we've ever had on the show. Joining us right now is the delicious Keith Urban. Yay! Wow, I am delicious. I'll take it. How are you, Harley? <laughs> oh. Very good, Keith. How are you? Oh, good, mate. Keith, you just, God, I love you. Ever since, I mean, you really won me when you, your snail trail got a little peak when you stood up on, you know, on the reality TV singing this show is, you were a part that's of. Stalky. That was, is that stalky? <laughs> that's stalky. No, but um, you just, my cousins went and saw you play in Melbourne the other night and just said, you are a showman and a half. So congratulations on the tour because it sounds like it's just gone off. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Totally gone off, like a bloody prom dress. You're <laughs> um, so Aussie, I love it. It's been an amazing tour. I just got to say, the support that everybody listening especially mm. has, and you guys that have given Ripcord, and uh, yeah. especially the fighter, has just been through the roof. So oh, thank the you fighter's been, it has, because you've, you've done it with Cassie, with young Carrie. I love Carrie. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's, yeah, it's great. But Harley is from country Queensland. Country Queensland. I was born in Kingaroy. Right. Mm. 
Mm. Born right in Kingaroy and raised in Bundaberg. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and I and I do love country music, and mm. I think it gets written off a bit. And uh, you've um, quite successfully brought it into the mainstream uh, in this country. I think there's a lot of people that wouldn't uh, normally listen to country that would listen to you, which I think is great. Well, you know, my music's always sort of straddled a whole bunch of styles, really, and I think um, Ripcord's probably been the most diverse. Yeah. Musically, the most, you know, diverse record I've made. But it's really, and I realise that, because um, I grew up in Brizzy, and, you know, pay, playing four hours a night in cover bands and pubs up there, you, you play everything. You yeah. Know, you're playing country pop, rock, mm. you're just playing everything. And I think all that sort of, over the years, has now started to percolate its way back up into what I do. And so you end up with a song like The Fighter, which sort of, just is really more about a song than a genre. Exactly. And that's what I think also with social media, we're not, we're not got so much of genres anymore. I think yeah, now yeah. everything's being shared with everyone. And look, mm. uh, and your album went number one in the US, Canada and Australia in May. Like, mm. country is it's here. Huge. It's It's like, yeah. I don't know, look, Keith, stick at it. And I think maybe in a few <laughs> years' time... You could, You'll break through. <laughs> yeah, you could really make something of it. Hey, Keith, you got nominated for three Grammys last week. Is that correct? That's correct, That's yeah. That's massive. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you, what, what do you even get? Do you get to see Beyonce and Jay-Z? Like, does that, what is that? Do you get to go? Do you go say, hey, do you know those guys? I, I met Jay-Z briefly one time, which is a bit surreal. I mean, you know, it's Jay-Z. It's Jay-Z, man. But those, um, yeah, the Grammys are great. I've, 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 over the years, I've been lucky to meet so many people that I've grown up just being a, a big fan of. So, yes. it's, you know, it's kind of surreal. I love it. I love that you're like, yeah, Jay-Z. I'm like, yeah, but you're Keith Urban, and that's yeah. very exciting. And, uh, and, and also, you showcase Australia around the world, you know? a lot of Yeah, people, you rep us everywhere, you, yeah. babe. You're, you're like the guy we trot out, because Russell Crowe's let us down on no, so many levels. No, he let us down. He's, we have to, <laughs> he, he's exclusively yeah. from New Zealand yeah. now. We've, we've ch- we don't have him anymore, so now we've got Keith. Yeah. Keith Urban, your Ripcord Australia 2 edition album is out now. You're an abs. I knew you'd be gorgeous. Thank knew, you. So- yeah. We just yeah, knew. That's great. What an Aussie bloke. What an Aussie bloody legend. <laughs> um, and well, look, we'll see you. We'd love to see you next time you're here. And uh, look, you're, you're just you're a gem. You're gorgeous. Good luck at the Grammys. Um, make sure, please, just smell Beyonce for me and report back. I just need to know how she smells. <laughs> I will do it just for you, Em. Thank you, Keith Good Urban. You. Bye. You bet, mate. you bet, Harley. Thanks, see you, guys. Bye, darling. Bye now. Harley is already a father of one person, one yes, human boy yes. by the name of Leonard. Leonard. I love Leonard. He's a rad unit. He's such a unit. <laughs> yeah. And you've got another baby cooking. I've got a baby cooking on the way. Not and you. No, I'm not doing it. Not Hannah. allowed. It doesn't work. My beautiful partner Hannah is doing that mm. um, for us. And, and today's uh, a big day. Today's a big day. We're hanging out with our doula. Now, I don't quite get the doula. So can you explain to me? I can't, I've understand it. I've heard the word, but I don't, what, what? A doula is base. it's like, it's like not a midwife, but a midwife. She's not a trained midwife. It's like buying a friend. It's paying, it's paying a mate. Why would it, why, don't you want someone who's kind of trained to catch babies? No, and you have that as well. Oh, okay. You have okay. that as well, but this is so somebody So like to, a coach? Yeah, this is She's somebody like to go coach. along the birthing process with you. So, so um, did you say you're paying for a friend? Yeah, essentially. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Pay me. How, what experience have you had? I've had babies. Doing, that's true. You I have. know about babies. Well, I think it's, um, 
you know, this is a, a, a complicated world now and sometimes women and men uh, can feel overawed by what happens at that final stage and can feel manipulated by certain systems to do certain Wait, things. Wait, so she, she, is she like your unofficial lawyer too? Yeah, she's like Wow, she's this like woman needs voice. no qualifications. She's our voice. <laughs> I mean, I want to be a doula. I'm a doula. Yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if being a doula means I'm a doctor and I'm a lawyer and I don't have to go to college. You've watched briefs and ER. Yeah. So you, I'm a doula. You're all that. Yeah, briefs. Did you mean suits? Did you just say briefs? Did I say briefs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is. I mean, I would love to see Harvey Specter in a pair of briefs. Don't worry about that. Briefs is actually an all male um, um, cabaret, cabaret review, review, and it's the best thing they, I've ever um, seen. They're in town at they're the moment. They're playing tonight. Yes. Go, oh go my and, God. Geez, we just tangent it, but go and see briefs. Go and see briefs in Melbourne. They're it's phenomenal. one of the best things I'm, I have oh. seen. Every time I see it, um, Mark Captain Kidd, oh. I've got such a crush on him. Yes. I can't cope with him. But back to your doula. Yeah. So, what's your role with the doula? Like, do, do you, do you... Well, here's the thing, actually, and I, I've I've thought about this a lot. Um, in recent times, let's say over the last thirty years, yeah. um, men have become a, a much bigger part in the birthing process, yeah. which I are you I about going to a lecture about things? No, it's not a lecture about that. things. It's just that in that process, there hasn't been. I have felt like, okay, we're there, but what do we do? Who are we? You just I don't stand know there. Yeah, you just stand there. And shut up. And you, you stand <laughs> and there. And look at what you that did to exactly me. That is exactly how we're treated. And don't yes, speak. Yes, that. Right? <laughs> That's so, right. Um, what I have appreciated is that there's somebody there that maybe is uh, more educated in saying the things that uh, I want to say, but I don't know how to say them. So I'm just sitting there so holding So now she's hands. a translator too? She's a translator. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's everything. These doulas are phenomenal. She's everything. That's she's amazing. Great. I'm really looking forward to it. I've got to tell you. It takes the pressure off me. I'm just going to be there. So you whisper in here and she goes up to Hannah and goes, Holly says you're doing really well. No, I'll tell Hannah that. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, great. And then if I, if I look like I'm... I'll be a doula. Get yeah, in the room, we'll, Holly. We'll shut up and do- hug her. <laughs> Where's my 850 bucks? <laughs> 13.10.60. Do your kids have unrealistic expectations this Christmas? Oh. Were you presented with a list and you went, Santa's doesn't have a gold mine, mate. Oh, man. Santa's tired. I don't know where my kid's getting his ideas from. Um, well, maybe from Neil Patrick Harris's twins. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, who of course is on How I Met Your Mother and mm. amazing host of the Tonys, the Emmys. He's a triple threat. He's great. Yep. He went on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert on Wednesday night and talked about the list that his twins presented for him to send to Santa. You and your, your husband David have two beautiful children, yep. Gideon and Harper, twins. and Gideon has put out a Christmas list. It says, one, bounce house. Yeah. <laughs> Two life-size rocket, rocket ship. <laughs> Did this get mailed to Santa? Not just yet. That's what he's after. Do you? I li- don't... You live in the city, right? We live in the city. That's what I said to him. Where are we supposed to put a life-size rocket? Where indeed? On the roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Sometimes kids, they sit down, they think, you know what? Santa's going to deliver this year. I want a solid gold car. It's not happening. <laughs> this, Leonard wants a drone. He's six years old. <laughs> he wants a drone. Mean? No, and it's not like there's heaps of these out there now. Know they exist. Well, he's had a little one. They're quite cheap, these little ones, and they last for about half a day because mm. he's six and flies it into a wall. <laughs> and so now he wants a life-size drone, and but it's got to be a drone that's also a jet ski. No, that doesn't – it's not even a thing. I can't even deliver on that because it doesn't exist. Wait, I love this idea. I feel like he's onto something. Yeah. Except aren't drones supposed to go up? 
yeah, over water. Yeah, so drones are flying, like they're helicopters. But maybe it, like, when it comes down, it, that, it That's converts. exactly what he wants, yes. Well, he should be thinking bigger. We could go jet ski, submarine. <laughs> Like, think big, put, Leonard. Uh, if you're listening, Leonard, that's Leo, not happening. Leo, we want to go you're drone not, not jet ski. A, you know, <laughs> the last thing he said, he wants a drone with 23 million propellers. That is not enough. <laughs> and Pa was, and Tanner goes, that doesn't exist. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, my dad just, that's, that's, that's silly. See, you're stupid. I would have gone, go draw it from me. All 23 million of them. We'll send a picture to Santa. He can make it. I just thought that sometimes kids, when I was a kid, I used to ask really extravagant things. My children somehow, my children say things like, I'll give a goat to a village. They're very, they oh, don't want anything. Are you, of course, yeah, we're are. definitely doing Getting that. Getting a doula, giving a goat. I want a goat, yeah. and we can't have a goat. Why? I mean, I pushed the boundary with the chicken. <laughs> but I really, so we're giving a goat. Have to you a got village. chickens? Yeah, yeah. I never talked about it. <laughs> Horace and Jenny got an egg out of them. Anyway, um, so this is what we want this morning. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Are your kids being a little bit unrealistic with their list for Santa this year? I want to hear. I, I mean, you're winning so far with a drone slash jet ski. <laughs> Leo is my new hero, and I now have amazing ideas for that. We're talking about unrealistic presents that your kids ask for. Yep. Neil Patrick Harris, he has a couple of twins, and they ask for a life-size rocket ship. Life-size rocket so ship. They head over to NASA. Pretty expensive. Pop an order in. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes your kids hand over the list for Santa, and you look at it and go, are you drunk right now? Yeah. Like, what's going on? And the problem is there's a lot of pressure. I feel a lot of pressure as a parent to not disappoint because as nothing. As a parent. As a parent. Hashtag as a parent. As a mother. But because I will never forget the disappointment on my brother's face when the year he asked mum and dad for a weight set, weights, he wanted to pump some iron and they gave him Pictionary. Oh, I understand. That's not even close. That's terrible. That's horrible. I got. Do better. I asked for one thing one Christmas, one thing. What was it? I wrote it in blood. Yep. On a list. Mm. A real Cabbage Patch Kid. Yes. A real one. Oh, I've read this in your book. And then I went to open it up. This weird package that wasn't in a box <laughs> opens up fake Cabbage Patch Kid with horrible, terrifying woolen hair and no no individual toes. And I went to sign, look at the signature on the bum. That Xavier Michaels was not putting his signature. That that was a no. monstrosity. Didn't Vincey make it? He made it. <laughs> it's terrifying. So it's the thing. It's belonged in a horror movie with Chucky. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! It's I mean, amazing. my dad is the king of knockoffs. I had a BMZ. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. Do you remember when everyone was rocking around in three-stripe trackies? Mine yeah. had two from the big yeah. market. It's not funny. Parents, don't do this to your children. But we do want to know on 131060, have your kids presented you with a list and there's a few unrealistic things on there for Santa. Hello, Alicia. Hey, how are you? Good, honey. What's your precious child asked for? He wants a real-life cow. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you live in the country? No, well, we're in Sunbury, but um, no. so it's kind of half-half. It's not cow country in <laughs> it's Sunbury. It's not cow country. No. <laughs> uh, and it, why? Why does he want a cow? How old is he? He's only two. Oh. oh. Yeah, it's his favourite animal. So every time I ask him, he says he wants a moo cow. Alicia, you need to do it. He would, If you led one in, it, he would lose <laughs> his tiny mind. And do you know, Alicia, you can go out to a um, a farm tour out near Woodend. There's a farm you can go on tour and you can meet cows. Yes. Yeah, we. he loves milking the cows. We go to animal farms like every oh, six weeks. Oh, great. That's so yeah. nice. Well, good My luck. husband's looking at hiring one in. <laughs> <laughs> Hire a cow. I love that. Enjoy your gift. We're Giving it back. Here's a steak. <laughs> Hello, Sarah. Yeah, hi. Um, how you going, guys? Good, Very Sally. good, thank What's you. What's your kid asked for? Okay, so my daughter's asked for Santa to come and take her to Ireland 
So she can go to a special shop and buy a magic book that's going to take her to a cartoon fairy world. Well, that is hectic. That is <laughs> the most niche specific. Yeah. How? Yeah. Why particularly? Why Ireland? What's because oh, apparently that's where the book. That's the only place you can get this book. You can't get it anywhere else. Has she heard Ireland. of Amazon? <laughs> yeah. I love that she doesn't want Santa to give her the book. She wants Santa to accompany her. Yes. Yes. Santa has to come to Ireland and take her to this shop and oh. buy this book so she can go to this fairy cartoon world oh. where she becomes a cartoon as well in this fairy world. I love your daughter. Your daughter is awesome. She's magic. Yeah. Don't ever let her change. That is no, I won't. <laughs> encourage and foster that sense of... Just give her the box set of Adventure oh, Time. I love her. Oh, I love her. Yes. Hello, Madison. Good morning. What does your child ask for that's unrealistic? So my daughter did a list at daycare and I got it home and it said um, that she wants a real baby. Whoa, Ooh. steady on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, how, and are you prepared to give her a real child? Um, not in, what, eight days? <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Get cooking. Yeah, and I don't think she'll look after it. I don't think real. I mean, how old is your, is your child now? She's only two. She's two. Yeah. She's not equipped. She's she going to be a deadbeat mum straight no. off the bat. Do you know yeah. she'll, she'll be forgetting about it. She'll be napping. You know, she'll be pooing her own pants. It's no good. It's not a good situation. Can't have it. No. Hello, Marie. Hi, Dale. Good morning, guys. Love right. the show. Thank oh, you. What does your child ask for for Christmas? Justin Bieber VIP ticket. Justin Bieber? Is that Justin Bieber's lesser known brother? <laughs> Performing inappropriate music? Wow. Um, and that is, a, I can't even get those, and I work on a station that plays it. VIP tickets to Justin Bieber. Did you yes. call in in the hope that we could give them to you? No, darling, I bought it. Oh, my. You did it. How much, how much did that set you back? Legit, how much, for real? Five sixty. Five, I think it was. Oh, wow. wow. How old is your wow. child? How old is your child? She is fifteen. She'll be sixteen on the first of Jan. How Three. many so, children? How many children do you have? Three, and I'm a single mum. Oh, <laughs> the other two then. Oh my god! Yeah, the other but two. I love them to death. So oh, you're a good egg. She's my baby, oh. and she's been crying constantly. She followed him when he was here. Oh god! So I thought, you know what? Christmas, her birthday. Let's do it. <laughs> but are you sure it's Justin Bieber? Because it, you may turn up, and there's a, there's a 45 year old male there, and put Justin Justin Bieber Bieber. Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. Someone out there's there doing definitely that. There's a, let's Google that. Justin Bieber without images. As yeah, no, ima- no don't images on Justin Bieber. No, don't do that. I have a very close working relationship with my psychologist. Yes, <laughs> so much so we've invited him on the show. Hey. Welcome, Dr. Travis Kemp. Hey. Yay. Good morning, everyone. This is my first time. Oh, yeah, it won't hurt. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Harley, I'm that needy. I make him come into work with me. But look, we did want to talk to you, Dr. Trav. Firstly, obviously we're getting to a point of the year where we are forced to spend long periods of time with family members we don't necessarily enjoy. Mm. And I was hoping maybe you could help myself, Harley. I know you have this thing, issue, as I'm sure most Australians do, where we have to spend a day with a family member, members that tend to push our buttons. For me, I tend to become this terrible version of myself because I play the role that I've played since I was 10 years old of the black sheep, troublemaking, loudmouth, obnoxious person. Yeah, yep. And that's who appears Christmas Day, even though that's not really who I am most of the time. Yeah, old hardwiring. Yes. Resurfaces. Yeah, and the family members, and I see them, it just brings it out of me. And do you, do you work yourself up 
to this Always. approaching Christmas. Yes. So you're kind of getting into the zone, aren't you? Right? Yeah. I'm getting ready. Well, it yeah. sounds like you're talking yourself into it. I do. Yeah. And that, and that's a really good point. You know, we do that. And uh, guess what? You can't choose your family, right? No. It's usually a day a year that you have to put up with them. Yes. And continuing to do the same thing every year and expecting a different outcome, that's the definition of insanity. Well. So why would you do that? Some yeah. would argue. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but for me. It's why you're here. <laughs> it, it happens almost involuntarily. Like I, I, can, I can see myself on the outside looking on. I, I watch myself. I'm like, no, stop being a dickhead. Stop it. But then the words come out anyway, and I I can't physically stop it. Yeah, so some of the things that you can do, uh, being aware of it helps to start off with. That's never a problem. You know what your triggers are. Yeah. All right? Christmas. And the mindset that you take into... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the mindset that you take into the day really sets you up for success or failure. Mm. So if you can take a very generous attitude in remembering that it's only a day, all right, you only have to survive this for a day. Yep. And there are an awful lot of things if you go looking for them that you like about your family because you know what? They're your family. Mm. So if you focus on those things and mm. take that into the day, you're probably more likely to be able to have a pleasant day. And it'll only last, last what, eight hours, mm. 10 hours. And when would you say I should have my first drink of alcohol? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Is well, that, that what you do? See, that's a really interesting one. Yes. How do you cope? It's what mimosas were invented for. <laughs> I don't have a drinking problem. It's a mimosa. <laughs> it's, it's orange juice. <laughs> Bloody Mary. But do, you, yeah. but do you find certain family members trigger things in you, Harley Brink? Not my immediate family. We, we're very close. Okay. We have great Christmases. Okay. Enjoy it. My problem is that they all live in Queensland. Um, I live uh, in Victoria, Melbourne. Yes. Melbourne and uh, I am now in a blended family mm. situation yeah. where my partner is pregnant. I have shared care with my boy and trying to manage everybody's expectation of that day. Mm. How do you, so, so it all seems to come around and um, next week we do want to talk to you about blended families. So yeah. put a pin in that thought. Okay. Um, it all comes, seems to come down to managing your own expectations. Yes. And how, managing your own behavior and your own perceptions. Can right? you just give me, how do I do that? Probably. Well, first of all, it, what, what okay. you look at, yes. you're going you're gonna to get more of. So look at the positives. Look, look at the positives. I know it's hard to do. You're going to be drawn into it. <laughs> There's always one. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. You've got to go looking for it. If okay. you don't have that, it's going to be disastrous. So as I'm driving there, thinking about the positives of these people. Yeah. Okay. So I've talking, spoken to you before about breathing when you get stressed. <laughs> <laughs> always valuable, right? <laughs> Doing it now. Yep. Keep breathing. Easy. When you get triggered, you can always walk out. You can say, I've just got to take a moment. You can walk out, right? Yeah. And you know that if you give yourself some time and space, that emotion starts to dissipate. So okay. give yourself time and space. Go for a walk. You don't sure. have to be living with them for the whole eight hours. Why has right? them been out walking for six hours? <laughs> <laughs> and just two waters to every drink you have. <laughs> That's good help. We call, them, then, we call them Kevin's. Yeah. Spicy's. Yeah. 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 Harley yeah. makes a really good point. You probably want to steer clear of, of excessive alcohol consumption because it's very hard to manage your thinking and behaviour when you're half cut, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It does help you have lie downs though. Yeah. <laughs> Does. And then you can't be loud and obnoxious when you're nine eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll find a way. Go for a nap in the afternoon. Oh. Nothing wrong with that. Well, Dr. Trav, you've helped everyone again as always. Will you come back next week? Of course. Thank you so much. That was Dr. Travis Kemp, and this is the M. Rossiano. Um, say it. Say it. It's the M. Rossiano radio show with Harley Breen. <laughs> Australia, I gotta be honest, man, I've hit the wall. You have run straight into it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I get it. And I want you all, you know, it's this time of year, it's getting hotter, the kids are off school, I'm touring, I'm doing radio, I'm loving it. I'm not complaining about my job. But this morning, 
Yep. I, I just can't human. Yep. I'm not yes. humaning well. <laughs> and it's uh, there's there's a, an emotional roller coaster to deal with on a tour. I've been there, and you deal with it. And then towards the end, it's quite. Now I've just become Doctor Trap. You know what I love you, about us, though? Yeah, what? We're so relatable. We're relatable. Everyone out there understands. Everyone's that been on tour. Been on tour. <laughs> Everyone's done a show in front a of three thousand people. Just a mum and dad. Just people going. <laughs> me too, you guys. Me too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that sounds so wanky. Me complaining about that, but we did have a big show, Harley Breen. You opened for me last night at the Palais Theatre, the amazing. iconic Palais Theatre yes. in Melbourne, full house. You were so great. Thank you for doing that. Oh, mate, it was my pleasure. It was, it was an honour to be a part of it. You were, you talked about worms. and I did. I you need to tell that worms. story on air about how your mum put tape. Yeah, we'll save that for another That's time. That's amazing. We, we can do that. That was good. <laughs> um, but I just want to thank everyone who came. A lot of them listening to the radio show. Um, I've got a gig in Newcastle tonight, my final stop, and then yep. I'm just going to lapse into a, a wee coma Yeah, just for a few days. Yeah, you're going to have a little nine-nice. But you were, kept mentioning the fact that you, the, the one thing about my show you enjoyed was watching my dad. I Because I was standing in the wings after I'd been on, and you're in the, in the full throes of your show, and it's very high energy. Yeah. From your from you, yeah. obviously, there's no surprises. But your band, who are all on stage the whole time, yeah. um, are just sitting there. Forced they're, to listen. They're, they're laughing along, but yeah. they're just sitting there. Yeah. And I just could not take my eyes off Vince <laughs> because it was so great. Like as you're telling a story, he'd just he'd be sitting there nodding. Oh, to the, the nodding. Like, just, just so they knew you were telling the truth. I know. And then he'd be shaking his head. Which not... makes me look even dodgier. <laughs> like, you know, in maths when you say something ridiculous and you say, ask my mum. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm constantly saying, ask my dad on stage. <laughs> like, yes. Because my yep. dad is 64. He does, he tours with me, he plays all the guitar. And I'll be telling a story, which has probably been embellished because it's comedy. Yeah. And my dad will do the Marcel Marceau miming in the background. <laughs> like, so can you calm your face choreography down, dad? And he's got, he's got like a, a suburban polo show. On oh, he's wearing with, his golf gear. With a sequin vest, a purple sequin vest over the top, <sighs> and then a hat with a V on it. Yeah. Vincey. For Vincey. <laughs> he's dressed, his best clothes that he owns are a pair of front, pe- front pleat chinos and a polo that he wears to the Werribee golf course every Saturday. He looked awesome. And then he wears a sequin vest. And you're there in like. Uh, Unicorn Unitard. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, he does well. And also, my dad, he hears things. No father should ever hear their daughter say yeah. in the privacy of their own home, let alone on stage in front of thousands of people. When they can see his face Witnesses. in the reaction. It's yes. true. Yeah. And the other confronting thing for me was my husband and my mother were sitting together last <laughs> night and I kept looking out at them. There's a bit where I talk about how Scott left me and how he was moving out and he had his stuff on a rag on a stick because I wasn't letting him take anything home. And, and I'm just looking out at Scott and he's looking at me going, oh, my God, what are you doing? And then I'd clap eyes on mum and mum is there going, oh, my God. What are you doing? So well, I was... had the opposite. I had uh, my pregnant partner uh. and my dad sitting together. Mm. The Reverend was in the show last <laughs> night. And uh, he, afterwards he liked it, but his first words were, well, that was an education. Pretty much. That's <laughs> my new educated. poster quote, I yeah. think. <laughs> so, um, yeah, one more show to go and then next week I'll be much better. I want to apologise for my behaviour on the show today. Um, it's, it's not been my best work, but I'm oh. just being honest, man. You've been a dream. Just being real. Yep. I'm stuck. You spend a lot of time on the floor. My <laughs> last talk, you were literally still there when we came back. You know when you get sweaty when you're so tired? Yes. And my eyes feel like they've been dipped yep. in acid. Yep. I'm sweaty right. and acidy <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. All sorts of it's, things. 
Sounds, it's a good description. We have come to the end of week two of week Summer two. Breakfast. We made it. One week to go. One more, buddy. And it was a big week. I yep. met John Farnham and lost my mind. <laughs> Did a high kick I have no yes. memory of. <laughs> There's lots of emotion. I know. Right? The video is online. People have been asking a lot about it. You can you can catch it yep. uh, at the Hit Network or also at my Facebook page. Um, but right now, I want to let you know about a little opportunity that we're going to be having for you guys next week to celebrate the release of Sing. It's a great new animated movie. I got to swallow. Hang on. I watched it. It was great. Every yeah, yeah. Every morning next week, we're going to be living, giving you guys a chance to sing with me and score a thousand bucks cash. Yes. So we're essentially paying people to sing with me now. Yes. This is where we're at with my singing career. You're not career. being paid to sing with me. There'll <laughs> be no money for that. Now this is very important. You've got to go to hit.com.au to register, and then we're going to be calling you to sing with me, and you get a thousand bucks. All right. Now, each winner gets $1,000 cash, four movie pass for Sing, and a copy of the soundtrack, which is awesome. Sing the feel-good movie of the year in cinemas, Boxing Day. I would do that. I, I would register for that, to sing with you, and I don't sing very well. You sing fine, mate. Yeah. You with sing Harley Bray. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thank you for enduring me today. I've been tired and you've been magnificent. You've gently cupped my balls, as always. Harley, you're a good friend and I love you. Oh, good on you, buddy. Good love on you, you too. Love you. Have a good trip to Newcastle. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. If you did miss anything, catch a podcast, mrussiano.com.au. This has been the M. Russiano Radio Show with Harley Breen.